0: Hello, my name is Rivi Frankel. Welcome to Torah Timacha Nach Yomi with the OU Women's Initiative. Today, we will be studying Sefer Zechariah Perek Dalad. Yesterday in Perek Gimel, we learned about Zechariah's vision in which he saw Yoshua, the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, being given new clothing after Hashem removed his soiled ones. Hashem tells Bnei Yisrael that he will remove their Avon, meaning either their sin or their guilt, and that this time period of Shivat Sion, of returning to Jerusalem and building the second temple, will be a new beginning for Hashem's people. We also made mention of Avdi Tzemach and discussed whether or not this was Mashiach, perhaps the leader at the time who was a descendant of David, Zerubbabel. The challenge for the people in Zechariah's generation was that while they saw the return to Israel from Babel, and they had a temple and a high priest. Their political leader, as we saw in the book of Haggai, was a pachat Yehuda, a governor of Yehuda, and not a king. The Jews in Israel were still under the leadership of Darius and the Persian Empire. This caused distress to the people and created doubt as to whether or not God had really forgiven them. Today's chapter, chapter 4, will address this concern. The Malach Adoverbi, the angel who spoke to Zechariah, wakes him up from sleep and asks. In verse 2 to 5. Vayomer Eli, ma'ata And the Malach Adoverbi, the angel, says to me, what do you see? Ra'iti v'hinei menorat zehav kula v'gula al-rosha v'shiva neroteha aleha shiva v'shiva mutzakot l'nerot asher al-rosha I see a lampstead, all of gold, with a bowl above it. The lamps on it are seven in number, and the lamps above it have seven pipes. And there are two olive trees, one to the right of the bowl and one to the left. And I said to this angel who was speaking to me, What are these, my master? And the malach that is speaking to me, the angel that is speaking to me, says, Eli, hello Mahema Don't you know what these are?" Omar, and I answered, "Lo Adoni, know my master." Before we continue with the angel's answer, let us try to understand what Zechariah is seeing. While it's tempting to think that this menorah is the menorah that we see in the temple—a seven-branched candelabra especially because we read this chapter as the Haftorah on Parshat Hanukkah. The reality is, is that it was probably a circular bowl that was popular at this time. The bowl would have had a hole in the middle to be filled with oil, and then around the edges there would be pinched sides where the wicks would give off light. This lamp is, partic- is unique partially because it had so many wicks, but also because it was made of gold instead of the typical clay that was normally used. If you do a quick Google search, you'll be able to see the image of what we're talking about of these clay lamps that were used in biblical period times. The pipes would bring oil to the lamp from the two olive trees on the right and on the left of a bowl that would funnel with seven pipes into this lamp. It is interesting that the angel is surprised that Zechariah does not know what the vision is about. But what is even more strange is that his answer doesn't really seem to clear up Zechariah's confusion. Let's keep going with Pasuk Vav through Yud, verses 6 through 10. So then the Malach Adover B explains to me saying, This is the word of Hashem to Zerubavel, Not by might and not by power, but through my spirit, says Hashem Tzvakot, the Lord of hosts. Miata harhagadol lifnei Zerubavel miyushor, votsi et Evan haroshah teshuot chin chin Whoever you are, O great mountain in the path of Zerubavel, turn into level ground, for he shall produce that excellent stone. It shall be greeted with shouts of beautiful, beautiful is she. Vehidavar Hashem elai lemor, and Hashem, the word of Hashem comes to me, says, day, Zerubavel yestu habayit hazet. The Adav Tivatzena, ki Hashem lachani alechem. hands have founded this house, and Zerubbabel's hand shall complete it. Then you shall know that it was the Lord of Hosts, Hashem tzvaqot, who has sent me to you. Ki mi baz liyom ketanot v'samchu v'rau et evan, habdil biyad Zerubavel shiva ele einei Hashem hema meshotetim bechol ha'aretz. Does anyone scorn a day of small beginnings? When they see this stone, we're not really sure, whether it's a stone of distinction, meaning um, a stone, maybe like a cornerstone, where they're taking it from the old first temple, the, the ruins, and bringing it to the second temple. Is it some sort of, of tool? We're not sure what this stone is in the hands of, of Zerubbabel, but when they see it, they shall rejoice. Those seven are the eyes of Hashem, ranging over the whole earth. The chapter then finishes with Zechariah questioning the angel about the olive trees, and again, the angel is surprised that that Zechariah does not understand. But he answers. Pasuk Yedalad, verse 14, He explains these are the two anointed dignitaries who have attended the Lord of all the earth. It almost seems as if the middle part about Zubavel is a proclamation that is out of order. The text would read very smoothly if it went from Zechariah's first question to the angel, asking about the menorah, when the angel answers, those are the seven eyes of Hashem ranging over the earth, and then continue with Psukim Yud Aleph through Yud Dalid, verses 11 through 14, Zechariah's question about the olive trees and what they signify, followed by the angel's second answer that these are the two dignitaries that bring the light of God. Many commentators suggest that the two olive oil trees represent Zerubbabel and Yehoshua, and that the imagery here shows that the role of both the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, and the Melech, the king, are equal in importance. The Midrash describes how it is the Jewish people's service in the temple inspired and made possible practically both by Joshua and Zerubbabel's leadership that fuels the fire of Hashem's presence in Jerusalem. This image of fire of Hashem's presence takes us back to when we heard about the wall of fire that Hashem will be around Yerushalayim. And we see that there is a give-and-take relationship here, that the Jews fuel Hashem's presence, and Hashem's presence protects them in the glory of God. The proclamation in the middle of the vision is the only time that Zerubbabel is mentioned in Zechariah by name, though it's possible that he's referred to in both yesterday's Perik, chapter 3, and later in chapter 6 when Samach is mentioned again. Here, Zerubbabel is carrying a builder's tool to straighten the foundation of the temple, according to Rashi. He has being given the divine mandate to build the second Beit HaMikdash, to continue to build the second temple, even though he is not officially the king. And rather, just a Pachati of Yehuda, just a governor under the Persian Empire. Lobakhail the b'koach ki imbaruchi, not with force or strength, but with my spirit alone, tells the Jewish people that they don't need to worry about their lack of political or military independence. They don't need to rebel against the Persians to accomplish their goal, something that at the time was a movement amongst the people. All they need is Hashem's strength. Let Hashem handle the political situation. By inserting the proclamation seemingly out of order and making the vision confusing in terms of Zechariah's answer that he gets from the Malach HaDoverbi, the angel that's speaking to him, Zechariah's vision emphasizes to the people the legitimacy of Zerubbabel's leadership. In the same way that the Kohen, Yahushua, is legitimate, Zerubbabel is God's appointed political leader. And the two of them can and should work together to bring God's light to the world. It's interesting to note that the sages choose this section as the Torah for Shabbat Hanukkah. There was a suggestion to use the story of Eliyahu on Har Carmel, on Mount Carmel, when he kills 400 prophets of the Baal, after there was a clear and decisive showing by God that he was the one and true God. But ultimately, this section is what we read because it answers the question we often ask on Hanukkah. Are we celebrating the military victory or the spiritual one, the one of the oil or the one of the Maccabees? This vision of Zechariah emphasizes that when approached correctly and with the right intentions, the physical leader and the spiritual leader are really accomplishing the same thing. On Hanukkah, we celebrate God's glory and reign as expressed through both of these aspects, might and light. May we merit to see real leadership in our time that inspires us to be true lights of Hashem. Thank you for studying together, Nishmat, Riva Schwab, Rivka Alexander Sender.